The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Welcome to a gluten-free episode of Live Your Love Story. If you love tasting and talking about pastries and donuts and bakeries, join us as we share our gluten-free adventures in Portland, Oregon. Welcome to the podcast where it's all about living your love story and making your life a story where love wins. My name is Sienna. And my name is Toast. We're married and we've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001, over 20 years. On this show, we share our life as an Asian-American lesbian couple. Some of our favorite topics are positive spirituality, holistic health, sometimes cats, lesbian alert, and other things we hope are entertaining, uplifting, and helpful for living your love story. So here we go. Welcome to our home studio in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome, everyone. We hope your love story is just rolling right along. We do. We and always do. We are, we're recording this. Obviously, before it's being released. Well, yeah. <laughs> but it should be. It should be released on my birthday. So happy birthday mm-hmm. to me. Happy Yay. birthday to you. Happy and birthday to you. The topic for this, this episode today, Here's we're going to be talking Sienna. about gluten-free items. Um, came about because my request, I didn't want a cake this year. I wanted a very specific donut that can be found at Kira's Bakery, Kira's Bake Shop in Lake Oswego, yes. Oregon. And we mentioned her before in a few podcasts. She's like a, she's like one of the high. I think she's a four-time Cupcake Wars winner, and she's done all of that with gluten-free baking, which is boom incredible. So. That's what we're going to talk about today, gluten-free. So if, if you've ever uh, just entertained the idea, maybe I should go gluten-free. Keep listening. Okay, so before we go into the gluten-free specifics, I have to say that my most favorite item from Cura's Bake Shop is the strawberry cream donut. And... If Sienna's birthday wishes come true, <laughs> we will, she will, be having <laughs> this donut as her birthday pastry. Not a cake, right? No, but not a cake. To, we need to, yeah. And arrange. I this. love it. I love it so much. And I remember where I was when I first tasted it. I mean, it was. It's what I love about it is that it's a nice, generously sized donut. You know, how some donuts are really small, like a cake like donut those love is really donuts. tiny. Well, not not that not that tiny, but like the cake donut is is normally smaller, mm-hmm. right? Yes, and then a glazed right. donut is nice and giant, yes, right? Yes. So this strawberry cream donut is big, like a glazed donut. Okay. It's so pretty with the pink glaze on it. It's your color. There's no um, cream in the donut, even though it's called strawberry cream. Mm-hmm. I think it's the icing on the top. Mm-hmm. But it tastes like strawberry cake. It is right. so wonderful. I'm so excited about it. And I love that it's gluten-free. So let's talk a little bit about gluten-free. The history well, I don't know the history. I mean, Toast and bit. I are not. Oh, no, we, you know, we already did that at the intro. Is that was that what we did? 
Well, we just kind of, we just talked about how things were thuddy. Okay. I'm, I have to apologize. I suddenly feel like I just <laughs> arrived at this, in this episode. I feel like I just arrived. Well. I'm like, what happened? Catch me up. So way back in the day, like we're talking like 2006, 2007, maybe even earlier, when, whenever you ventured out and found something at the natural health food store that happened to be gluten-free, it tended to be an item that the, where the texture was heavy, kind of gluey, it was dense, and as you ate it, you, you missed good old, your good old friend wheat <laughs> that, that keeps things nice and light and fluffy. Before it goes into your uh, digestive system. Right. Because that's the weird it, thing about the gluten effect, right? Yeah. It's like when you're, when it's in the food, when mm-hmm. it's in the baked good, mm-hmm. it contributes to the fluffiness. But once it's inside of your body, meat suit, it can wreak havoc. It gets all dense and gluey. Yeah. And it can back weird. up your system. It can uh, be inflammatory for some people, for a lot of people, it can, it can create bloating. Um, if you're a person who's struggling with your weight, it could be because of gluten. Mm. Um, and then of course there are some people who have something called celiac disease who can't even eat something with an ingredient that was processed near gluten. I didn't realize. So they need to look for items that, you know, uh, made in a gluten-free facility, you know, things like that. But most people don't have celiac disease and just let's all be grateful, you know. Um, And so, yeah, so gluten, so gluten-free items definitely have come, have come a long way. And now today, you can find items with that same lightness and fluffiness that you remember when you were eating wheat, wheat flour. <laughs> and they've done, uh, a lot of the, the flour companies have now found a beautiful mix of different kinds of, um, some of it's, some of it are, you know, grain like rice, uh, rice flours. Um, some of it has legumes in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. it's, it's blends of different things mm-hmm. that make up that beautiful lightness that you're used to with wheat. But I will mention that just because something is gluten-free doesn't make it better for you. I will say that because some people um, will have more of an inflammatory reaction to some of the gluten-free flours out there. Wow. Because it depends, right? It depends on your Mm -hmm. system. So, you know... And I also uh, think... You just have to try it. I mean, this is my peanut gallery comment from a completely like, okay, yeah, peanut gallery. Obviously, everybody knows this is just the peanut gallery. The peanut gallery podcast. Okay. (laughs) Let's hear now from the peanut gallery. The, The proliferation of autoimmune and chronic disease in the population has increased right? Over the past 10, 15 years. I mean, that's Um, what started it for me, you know? Right. And, and you are, and, and so many people I think have it, have a condition, right? Mm -hmm. Don't even know. Oh yeah. In a way, right? It's just like, oh, I'm tired all the time or Mm -hmm. something like that. Um, can't lose weight, whatever, like you said. And, um, 
I think that that kind of chronic um, stress in our society and all of that, people are tend to be more on just on the edge, so that any kind of uh, ingredient, food ingredient that mm-hmm. could set someone off can can just push you over the edge. People are yeah. just more sensitive in general because of well, I mean, system, <laughs> systemic issues. Yeah, right. That things are just catching up to all of us mm-hmm. uh, in in the current system. Yeah, and not just the, the the system that has been in place and has just, you know, gotten us and yeah. humanity to this point. So I don't think it's just um, the ingredients per se. It's it's oh, the, absolutely right? it's the combination not. of. Yeah. Um, but that's a whole yeah. other podcast. Is well, what I would it's say, a because whole yeah autoimmune autoimmune being on the rise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can't just blame gluten. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, you so that's my you know there's a chronic comment. The chronic stress that Toast talked about. Um, mm-hmm. There's also trauma that is right. being more um, acknowledged mm-hmm. now more than ever. And mm-hmm. I think when it starts coming to the surface, like it has, like every almost everyone knows polyvagal theory and and your vagus nerve and all of that. Mm-hmm. People or people will say, "Oh yeah, I heard about it." You know, at the very least, mm-hmm. I think when things are talked about in that way and it's becoming more common. Um, our bodies as a collective species can't keep it in anymore. You know, we're all, every, trauma is not new, you know, but why is everyone, why is it all coming to the surface? It's because it's being acknowledged now. So it's able to, it has a space now mm-hmm. to live, yeah. you know? And so I think it's so interesting, but yeah, all of that. Yeah. And the breakdown of community auto, over immune. Breakdown of community over past generations. So it's not, it's like we have. It's all of it. It's never poverty. one thing. Yeah. You know? Right. Poverty of connection and human connection, mm-hmm. which is part uh, foundational to human health. Right. And then you we know? had COVID. And so then that, did, exactly. you know, I mean, yeah. it, there's so many things. Anyways, but we, our intention today was to have a nice light, light episode <laughs> about gluten free donuts and gluten free cinnamon rolls. Anyways, Let's talk about so, it. Let's get back. That was a peanut. See, yes, that was a peanut, peanut gallery. gallery. And now that's finished and over. All right. So thank you, peanuts. If you would like to explore gluten free baking, the one flower that I've really found. Now, there's a lot of flour blends out there that are gluten-free that boast a one-to-one ratio, which just, which just means that whatever recipe you have that calls for your basic all-purpose wheat flour, um, you can substitute this instead, cup for cup. Makes it easy. Which is, yeah, so easy, right? So super easy. Um, so there's so many like that, but I got to tell you, the best one I've found is Bob's Red Mill. And one is that a one-to-one? It is a one-to-one. Hey, Bob's Red Mill. It's in a blue package. And Bob's Red Mill is actually originates Based here. in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah. So um, let I me just, give you the exact title. Oh, so it's okay. called um, Bob's Red Mill One-to-One Baking Flour, Gluten-Free. So that's the one you want to start with if you haven't done a lot of gluten-free uh, baking. Um, yeah, so let's talk about some of the places we've gone to. Okay. So we did, over the course of like a couple months, yeah. we did what I, what I kept calling our gluten-free tour of all the bakeries that I could find. Thank you, Internet. 
<laughs> in Portland that had gluten-free offerings. So the first one that we went to was called Gem Bakery. Oh, did we want to list all of them first? And then... Yeah, so we okay. have been to a place called Gem Bakery. We've been to Kira's Bake Shop. We've been to New Cascadia Traditional. And most recently, Mikiko's Donuts. Mikiko's Mochi Donuts. Yes. So these are all the places. And now do we want to just take them in order and... Okay, sorry, just some distraction. You might hear that. That's Bear the cat. We told you at the beginning. We get might have to the fireplace. That is not on, obviously. Okay, so Gem Bakery. Oh my God, Gem Bakery. So first of all, this bakery, um, you could miss it. Driving past, you could miss this bakery. They have no parking lot. No parking lot. So, you know, you really have to want to go. And they've certainly had us back a few times. They They have a wonderful LGBTQIA flag <laughs> hanging in the window. So we felt very welcome. Thank you. Yes, Jen. they had banners hanging all around all around the establishment when you walked in. And everything was just yummy there. What is really wonderful is they have color-coded stickers that so everything there obviously is gluten free. They're a gluten free bakery, but they also go as far as to have a sticker for vegan. They also have a sticker for dairy free. Oh, and that's not the same as vegan, I guess. Okay, yeah, because yeah. it could yeah. have eggs. eggs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they really help you out. You go there, look at your color coded things, and and you just order. So, do you remember what your favorite was there? I don't. I'm sorry. Okay. My memory is not as sharp as yours in those specificities. I think you I liked the orange scone. I enjoy baked goods of all kinds. I always have. Yeah. Well, you're still a wheat lover. Yes. Yeah. Because you love a croissant and yeah. all the things, right? Mm -hmm. But recently from Gem Bakery, I think you also had a basic cream biscuit. That's right. Yes. And how was that? It was great. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. If it's, if it's a um, baked good, mm -hmm. I pretty much like it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> like, how helpful Sorry. is this Sorry, I guess I don't have All a right. very high okay. class uh, taste buds. So for Gem Bakery, I will say I've tried so many things there from um, like, pear scones to cupcakes, chocolate cupcakes to um, traditional cinnamon rolls. And I will say every, every single item at Gem Bakery to me did not disappoint. If it was a cupcake, it was nice and fluffy, which is how I like it. The ratio of the frosting was just perfect because to me, I find that most cupcake places they overdo the frosting. Mm -hmm. It's like, mm -hmm. we don't need that. Yep. And I'm a frosting person. Mm. And I'm saying that, you mm. know, it's like, mm -hmm. so it's a perfect ratio, but every single thing, their cinnamon roll was nice and fluffy. And I like that. <laughs> I like a nice and fluffy cinnamon roll. We've, mm. we've discussed this before. Okay. So Gem Bakery Get it right. is, is, you cannot go wrong. They are gem. The next bakery we went to, we are very excited about because we did our research and we saw that, again, 
the only four-time winner of Cupcake Wars <laughs> is right here in Lake Oswego, Oregon, Kira's Bake Shop. Yes. Yes. So what I will say about Kira's Bake Shop is, for me personally, they run a close second to Gem. Okay. okay. Now, my favorite item there, we already know, strawberry, strawberry cream, donut. cream donut. The second favorite? Cinnamon roll. Cinnamon roll. And again, they... You know, between between Gem Gem Bakery and Kira's Bake Shop, the cinnamon rolls they both rival each other. Okay. Bakeries on the whole, I I still prefer Gem, um, but Kira's is super cute. If you walk in there, the ambiance is really cute and cozy. And well, both Gem is really nice, like that too, though, don't you think? Gem is nice, but yeah. it's a different kind of nice. They have all the like mm-hmm. the the greenery and the plants. Where Kira's is pink and girly and and um, sparkly in in that way. Um, I will say that, you know, Kira's Bake Shop, you might think, oh, well, then the cupcakes are the best thing because she's won so many times with Cupcake Wars. For me, I did not think so. So, but that's just me. Um, I Was want a different frosting? texture. Well, it's the cake part that I want. I wanted a lighter texture ah, in the okay. cake portion. Um, but the, the donuts, amazing. Um, and the cinnamon roll. Okay. And you had her cookies. What did you think did of I? the cookies? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I just arrived. I, I just arrived to this okay, episode again. So let's move on We're, to New Cascadia up? Traditional. Okay. All right. So, okay, for me personally, mm-hmm. this one was, it might be my least favorite only because, only because... Mm-hmm. Everything that we tried there had an essence of it being deep fried. Now, there are people who love deep fried. Ooh, that's a feature. If you're from Hawaii and you love malasadas, or which is a South. Portuguese, like it's a donut that's deep fried and then just well, all rolled oh, no. in sugar, mm-hmm. then you will love New Cascadia. And I, and I also noticed my impression of New Cascadia traditional was that they... Their offerings of baked goods mm-hmm. included a, at least like 50% of it was like bread. B- exactly. Yes. Breads so, yes. and loaves yeah. and, mm-hmm. you know, so it wasn't really highlighting on the uh, pastry dessert yeah. side. That's true. And I also, let's go back to Kira's because Kira's is also uh, offers like um, meat Tarts and like like, little like spinach artichoke tarts, and, yes, you know that kind of yes. thing, like bacon, yes. cheese, whatever. Breakfast items, yeah. yeah. So it's mm-hmm. not all desserts, but right. New Cascadia traditional definitely was that. I guess maybe because of the name, kind of goes with it. It's like the traditional, like a bakery with breads. Yes, yes. So which we didn't try. So we did not try. Yeah. Right. So we're only talking about the the sweet side of stuff, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And you loved it. You loved the the deep fried feeling of it because you like you like deep fried things. Again, I kind of <laughs> like anything if it's uh, just sugar. Goods. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's move to Mikiko's. Mikiko's mochi donuts. So this was the most. I would I would say this was the most unique. Did you hear how I said it? Mikiko's. <laughs> I've been on the mainland too long. Okay, go ahead. So 
This was the most unique out of the four, I would say, mm-hmm. because it was. They, they have donuts on their menu. And I don't think they have much else, right? They might have some like beverages. Right. It's, but it's mainly donuts. It's donuts. Mm-hmm. And it's mochi donuts. So it's um, rice flour. Right. It's not a blend of flour. That we know of. Is yeah. It? Do you it's, know that for sure? I know that for sure. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but what's fun about this place is that they're kind of like, you know, those specialty ice cream shops where the ice cream flavors are really unique, like maybe oh, like yeah. a root beer ice cream with, you know, f- with salted caramel. Y- yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is like that, except it's donuts. Mm-hmm. So gosh, they were so pretty. I'm, they were so pretty. Yeah, the uh, they I had a, they had a lily koi do- donut, a passion fruit donut, and they like do a little glaze with a little. There might have been an orchid of, on a little orchid, right? On one a of them, piece of an orchid petal on it. And recently, when I looked at their website mm-hmm. because I was curious, mm-hmm. they actually had a Li Hing donut. <gasps> Explain to people what? what Li Hing is. Oh my god! Yeah. Is the owner from Hawaii? Actually, let me just take a peek to see if they still have it, and I'll describe it. But go ahead okay. and tell them what Li Hing is. Okay. What we know as Li Hing is a, a combination of spices and flavors from China. That's what our impression of it was in Hawaii. But, you know, it's not like we had the internet back when we were growing up in the 70s and 80s. So, I don't know. <laughs> But it's a it's a way that um, plums it's preserved are preserved plum. Yes, yeah, preserved plum. But and it's not like a jam. Oh no, it's no. preserved with um, it's salt, a dehydrated plum, salt, and lemon, and mm-hmm. sugar, mm-hmm. and sp- other spices, including star anise, which is one of the prominent flavors. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, you have salty and sweet with the sugar and the acid with the the lemon and then the star anise and you you just leave it in a jar i don't know it's so good i don't know how long i think it sounds it's kind of like it's kind of like a candied beef jerky of plum oh oh, that sounds (laughs) disgusting but because so some lehing flavor can be applied in a way where the plum is dry and then others will be have more um, moisture and be wet. Yes. So, so what they have in Hawaii for many, many years now mm-hmm. is what's called lihing powder. So it's like a spice that exemplifies what Toast just said. So there's a sour to it. There's a sweet to it. There's salty to it. It's like, it's so good, honestly. But so I, I found it. So, so okay. Mikiko's Donuts, they have ube with lihing. Mm-hmm. So what is that? Ube is taro, so it's a beautiful purple glazed donut with little sprinklings of pink powder, and that's the lihing powder on it. So, my goodness, that's... Hmm. I'm showing it to toast. Yeah. So... That looks like a, it's so purple. That yeah. donut would be at home in Comic-Con, probably. Yeah. I've never been to Comic-Con, but from the pictures I've like seen, it, right? it looks like it would be like, yeah. So they have... So some of the ones I remember us having, like... Um, Mango matcha, passion fruit curd, um, orchata. We didn't have that one. We no. didn't get that one. 
There's also passion orange guava, so pog. So they must be from Hawaii, right? Um, cookies and cream, we didn't have that. There's Thai tea with condensed coconut milk. I mean, it's just so it's just such super, unique flavors. Yeah, super fun, you know? Like, you're not going to find that anywhere else except at <laughs> right. Mikiko's Mochi Donuts. Yeah. So the, and the presentation is just beautiful. super cute and beautiful. beautiful. We'll show pictures, yeah. So, yeah. So it depends what you want, but definitely we're so grateful that where we are, there's so many options for gluten-free. Thank you, Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will just add, let me just add as we, we close this up. So I know in the beginning we were talking about things that have gluten tend to be um, thuddy and hold your digest- digestion up, um, sometimes creates inflammation. And then also, too, that some of the flour blends that are gluten-free can sometimes also cause inflammation in the body. So if you find that you're one of those people, so for me, I'm one of those people. So it's, so I can't eat the gluten-free stuff a lot. Um, so if you are one of those people, but you still, you know, want to enjoy life, yeah, enjoy life, what you would be looking for, or your next thing to explore would be grain-free, grain-free items. So what, what flour would you use for that? You might and use what noodles too. You might use coconut flour for that. Okay. You might use um, almond flour for that. Um, they do have cassava flour. Um, my digestion doesn't do great with that. Sometimes that's a little more inflammatory. Um, but those are some buckwheat? of the buckwheat. Those are some of the flours. Is, it, is that a option? Um, I don't use um. I don't use buckwheat. Okay. Um, Again, buckwheat is it makes it more thuddy. You know, mm. we kind of talked about that. That's kind of like the more, more old school. Buckwheat is actually a berry. We use buckwheat um, noodles, soba yes. noodles yes. instead of just rice wheat. noodles or wheat noodles. Yeah, wheat because yeah. rice is a grain. Rice is a grain. So. Yeah, because some people yeah. want to just be grain free. Right. I strive right. to, but it's it's hard when your DNA is from. Hawaii and it's rice, rice, rice. rice. It's a rice world. Rice, rice, rice. But anyways, so there are options. There are options for you you to keep your inflammation down, to still enjoy life, (laughs) to enjoy some birthday cake or birthday donuts. Mm -hmm. There are options. Fun stuff. Okay. Well, happy birthday, Sienna. Thank you. And again, if all goes well, I hope we're putting the vibes out. Yeah, let's strawberry cream donut. Strawberry cream donut. Strawberry cream donut. Thanks for listening. And whatever you're going to be doing for the rest of your day or night, we hope it goes smoothly. I thought you were going to say for the rest of your life. Oh. (laughs) And for the rest of your life. We hope that goes smoothly too, for sure. Have a great rest of whatever it is. And as always... Live your love story. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. 
Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.